Hello, welcome to Toffee TV. Joined by John Blaine. Obviously, Ped is there drinking his coffee with his shorts on, enjoying the summer. It's warm in here. It is warm. It is warm in here. Yeah. It You've got scaly hands, John. Um, <laughs> workers' <laughs> hands. <laughs> we we we're, we're having a little break from club call. We got basically legs. because two weeks ago we didn't get to get any calls, so we're having a break. And no one's going to ring up, and you're not going to play, are you? Well, that, that's the thing. This, this is the thing, and obviously, it's nothing's happening anyway. So there you go. So we're going to have a chat about Everton summer so far. Obviously, the season finished with a tremendous strike from Abdullah Decore. We stayed up yeah. and all of that. There was none of the euphoria. I don't think as of what had gone on a year before. Um, subsequently, we've seen the board be changed mostly on an interim basis. That's what we're led to believe. Um, and obviously we've seen uh, players leaving the football club, but no one coming into the football club as yet. We're awaiting the first silence, we're awaiting an announcement, which could happen while we are live here. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought we'd just we'd have a little chat about what's going on so far, what's been going on and what we're hoping will happen as we go through the next. Well, it's a calendar month, isn't it, till the Premier League season starts today? Fulham on the 12th of August at Goodison Park. Um, there has also been four fixture changes as well already with TV, which is what happens. So, I mean, Ped, let's start with you. Let's go to you okay. first. I'm ready. Uh, you are ready and waiting. Um, He's laid back. How are you? I mean, how are He's you finding back it? He is chilled. Yeah. How are you finding it so far with... With what's gone on, obviously we've had board changes. Mm. Like I said, MSP stuff seems to gonna be towards the end of this summer transfer window yeah. before it's done. How are you? How are you finding it? Um, it's it, yeah, it's a bit a bit of a non-event so far, isn't it? Mm. Damp squid. <laughs> um, so far, isn't it? It's it's yeah, it's it's, it's it, waiting for that first sign, and it'll be actually younger. We all know that, which is a bit for a lot of people is very. Underwhelming. It is under. It is underwhelming. Although I don't think it's a particularly bad signing. I must Ditter. admit, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not screaming from the rooftops that it's a bad signing. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's a great signing in the context of of where the football club is. But if mm. your football club is there, then you've got you've got. What can you say? Um, and in fact, I think Ashley and Gobi are starting left back. When do you? Season. I really do. Yeah. I really do. Um, the off the pitch stuff is massively annoying to me. The fact, and I know things can't go quicker. Blah blah. It doesn't mean I'm not annoyed by it. Mm. Um, the same way I'm, I'm massively annoyed that the stadium is apparently going to be not next summer, the summer after. It's still massively annoying to me. It's, you know what I mean? If 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 things go their way or go don't go our way, I mean, um, patience, isn't it? But mm. when you see other clubs doing things, and when you see. When you see teams like Villa, Villa are one, aren't they? You look at Villa and go, 12 months ago, they were very much like us. Mm. And don't get me wrong, they did have much better players than us. Yeah, yeah. They had a crap manager. But now everything just seems to get yeah. exciting players in, they're bringing players in early. Everything fit the fit they're in Europe, everything just feels like it's been accelerated. Mm. And we're in exactly the same place that we were 12 months ago. Mm. And it's little things like that. Like, a Luton fan told me yesterday he thought he was going to finish above me. 
and I, which prompted me to say you're going to finish with the lowest points tally ever, mate. So shut up. I shouldn't have really <laughs> said that. I shouldn't have really bit, but I just thought. I know you've repeated it. I know, but, I, but it doesn't really matter, does it? Because I just thought. Down. I just thought. <laughs> A Luton fan thinks that they can finish above us. Oh, come I on, you've got to be optimistic. That's what you said. I, just, I know, but I just thought... stage. I yeah. just thought to myself, like, is that how, that's how far we've fallen. So mm. I would have liked to have had a little bit of something to have been to be excited about by now. Mm. And there's, ve there's very little. So, And I can understand why that puts... Why that dampens the mood massively, because it does, doesn't it? You, we're not... We're not just... Um, you know, we're not just going through the motions. It feels like we're working really, really hard to go through the motions. So, yeah, it's been rubbish so far, to be honest. I think, like, a couple of things in there. Obviously, John, you might be able to tell us better on the MSP stuff. But the stadium thing, I know Evan have, have said that and have put out that there might be consultation. They'll have to decide when they move into the stadium. I don't see that, personally. I think... If MSP do put two people on the board, that's what we're led to believe. I think if either of them have got any ounce of sense, that'll be yeah, we're getting in that stadium the minute we're ready to the minute it's ready to go. I don't think Evan I think we had Steve Carlisle in the studio last week. Um and Baz. And Baz doing you know, do does the, the drone videos with Steve. They're gonna come back as well, aren't they? Has worked. Yeah. Hopefully Steve has worked in the industry, the building industry, and he was talking about just simple projections of 800, 900 grand a game. Everton can't leave eight, nine million pounds on the table and that's a player to us. I don't think it's that though. I think it's the fact that they've actually come out and said it's not It's not a case of what they will do. It's the fact that they have come out and said something like that. That's. I think that just, it's not learning from you. I know we want them to communicate, but it's also what you communicate, isn't it? Mm. And for the fella who's in charge, who's now CEO, mm. to come out and say, where we're going to talk to the fans on this, and it could it's going to be late, twenty twenty four, and we're not going to be in the and then you 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 know sat, people have had conversations, and it it could be the start starts twenty twenty five season. It's just those narratives. It's like well, at this stage, yeah, you've got. Why aren't you being patient enough to say, actually, we'll we'll talk more about this when it's not an interim board, and mm. we do have a we do have everyone in place. You bet. It's sending those things out again to people where, for me, on the stadium, there shouldn't even, there shouldn't be, and people might argue with me, there shouldn't be a debate amongst the fans. They shouldn't have been given an opportunity to have a debate on whether we stay or go, because of course there's an emotional pull to it all, mm. and we don't know all the details either. No, no. You know, people I've spoke to about this are saying, well, there might be the reasons why Everton um, might have to stay is because of contracts. Get, and, and listen, I I don't know all this stuff, mm. and I'd say, but I also take it all with a pinch of salt because mm. I'm I'm I've got enough nows to know that the only thing that really matters is the money. Yeah, of course. And if the money's worth more at one place than it is at other, then you don't stay, do you? Yeah. You know, it's like it's like like have owning two houses and paying rent on one and, mm. and not living there. Not you know, the so what's the point? Yeah. So there's that as well. It's it's it, it's not communicating properly. There's this always this thing of Everton and communicate whatever it's communicating properly. It's keeping people calm. It's saying it's saying the right things. It's saying, well, the stadium, if 
everything goes well will be open by this date but the caveat is if it doesn't go well then it'll be open on this date but isn't that just because they're absolutely terrified well, that it is. if they say the stadium will be december 24 the stadium will be ready for us to move in and then things go wrong and it's february they're but, terrified but this is why i i don't mind but i don't mind them saying this might well this clearly is, isn't going to be the last season of goodison i understand all that kind of thing of mm. like that that the, you know having a kit and all that kind of thing and, and preparing yourself for the last game and i understand all that side of thing but but yeah just say to people um we're hoping to be in by this date or or whatever i don't understand i just don't get the other stuff because john will tell you it's just money should it and when people are moaning every summer when people are moaning right now that we haven't got play we haven't got the money to buy or pay for someone's wages like rodrigo or whoever mm. or wouldn't pay his wages anyway well then You've got to look at the other side and say, let's make some money then. Absolutely. John, just before this, we'll, we'll go back onto the stadium thing, but MSP, a lot of people frustrated at the moment that it's taken, it's seemingly taken a long time to get this over the line, if you will. There's, a, there's some stuff clearly being put to some journalists that Everton expected to be done later in the transfer window, i.e. another four or five weeks before this is done. Just from is that new news, is it? Or well, no, or what was said a number of weeks ago? Well, this just this is what was said a few weeks ago, yeah, yeah. and obviously, so why why would it take that long? Because Mike was in the studio yesterday, and he was having a down day, um, and I'm with, with, like, trying to discuss things, and he just like couldn't get his head around it, speed the process up, and all that. Is it in your experience of these kind of things? Is there a way of speeding it up, or is it just the legal stuff takes? that long and that's how long it takes we have to go through this again well come we? on yeah. tell me um tell I, me i really don't know yeah you know it's the answer yeah i mean and, and nobody does know and i and i think we did it at the one o'clock live show um before i had to go and come back again but I, all roads ultimately lead to the same place which is we're not controlling the narrative on anything mm. We're not pre-positioning the most important stakeholders, which is the fan base, to what's happening. Mm. And, and you just said it, and you say it to a degree, you know, many times, of, that the club has got itself into a space whereby it's so concerned about getting something wrong, yeah. it gets it wrong by just getting the, its mouth shut. Mm. Yeah. And, and that becomes a classic, we're damned if we do, and we're damned if we don't. Yeah. And therefore, part of a narrative... And let's just pretend it's people who are no longer mm. in the business, right? Mm. So we're not slagging off who's there now. Yeah, right? yeah. Is, is they, they almost concluded, listen, we're going to get kicked if we say something, and we're going to get kicked if we say nothing, so let's say nothing. Right, okay. Right? Because, you know, if you do behavioural stuff, and I know I, was, I nearly got into that, behavioural science stuff at one o'clock, but if you do the, the interrelationships between people, you know, and, yeah. and, and we all go in me meetings for various reasons. But mm -hmm. imagine you're in a business meeting. Yeah. There's always one or two people who just sit there and never say anything, right? Yeah. And they can actually seem to be, to most people, the wise ones. Because mm. the gobby ones, which is normally people like me, right? Then I might say nine good things and one shit one. Mm. And the only people remember the shit one, mm. I'm history, aren't I? Mm. Right? The person who doesn't say anything can't get anything wrong. Yeah. You can't get it wrong. So it's like the footballing analogy would be, we don't concede a goal, mm. worse that happens is we draw. Yeah. But it's boring if you then have 38 nil-nil draws, right? But, mm. you know, you, you'll probably stay up with that, wouldn't you, right? Mm. Um, so as far as the MSP thing, I just think because of the lack 
of engagement and the lack of satisfying to some degree the needs of a quite vibrant and socially aware as far as platforms are concerned fan base about what's going on mm. if the football club had said ages ago when it became apparent because someone leaked or whatever about heads of terms and things like that listen guys it's happening we're expecting it to be with these you know obviously between cup and lip there can be a slip sometimes but all going well this should be sorted before the end of the year. Yeah. No one will be asking anything right now because the target was the end of the year, mm. right? The problem is, if you play that game of under-promise and over-deliver, mm. you have to explain why you're so early. Yes. Yeah? yeah. And the same applies to the stadium. There's a segue there, segue, mm. stadium. Mm. If you under-promise and over-deliver, that's fine mm. because it obviously you haven't set expectation too high yeah, yeah and i don't know where people have got their expectations from around how long this should take with msp and and that sort of thing yeah um simply because most people have never been involved in such a process the football club hasn't said anything so where you get it from that it needs to be hurried up yeah yeah um blunt answer to the blunt question is maybe i ask the question and then answer it myself could it have been done quicker if they wanted it to be done quicker i think so yes mm. So then you're into, well, why not, you know? And maybe the simple answer to why not is because there's no rush. And why is there no rush? Because the money isn't needed right now, yeah? Okay. The thing that focuses attention is deadlines. Yeah. So let's just pretend that for the next payment to Lango Rourke, we needed the MSP money. Mm. And if that next payment was tomorrow, it would have been done by now. Yeah. So we must think we're okay. Mm. We know the logistical stuff through the Security Commission and stuff like that, it's happening. We know there's 13 people in aggregate and yeah. put together basically 131 million quid. So give or take, it's about 10 mil each. Mm -hmm. We know, therefore, that MSP have got the money. And we know, therefore, that they're still play it's still playing out. Yeah. Uh, Security Commission could have been something as simple as raising the ante of the negotiation, because we believe, again, all hearsay from third parties that Farhad's a bit of a difficult guy to negotiate with. Right, so. And if, again, I keep saying when we're talking about it, I put myself in MSP's spot and I put them in Farhad. So in MSP's spot, I want to hurry him up mm. because the longer this is hanging around, the more potential there is for someone to come along and say, you know what, we'll give you the 131 million, but we only want 10%. Mm or we only want 15, or we want only want whatever's less than MSP, yeah, yeah. or whatever, whatever, yeah? Now, clearly, the Hublink's first bit from Farhad's side is, if this is money that's needed to give to Lango Rourke, the closer you get to it, it then flips. MSP get the potential to say, hang on, you know, we've changed our mind, actually. Now it's mm. 131 million for 30%, yeah, yeah. because you've got nowhere to go in, and you know what I mean? Mm. So that's the art of negotiation. Mm. Um, Neither party's saying anything, so everything else is guesswork. Um, and if it needs, perhaps the way I should say it, if it needs it to be done by now, it would have been done by now, therefore it's not needed. Now, if we then want to start playing guessing games, we can conclude, despite the nice warm feelings people gave about maybe not all the money's needed for, for the stadium, some might go to transfer. Those things you might want to do as a soft landing to make people feel better. Mm then if there's apparently no need to get it done tomorrow then suggests that the money's not getting spent on transfers doesn't it mm. 
you know what I mean? Mm. So, but we shouldn't have to do all that guessing and second guessing and, and so on. And, and, and the club must know, because it's been so piss poor at it, under the old leadership of silent running routine, you know, up until mm -hmm. the board left or most of them left, that there's a reset opportunity there uh, to just start behaving ever so slightly differently. And of course, pretty much the only engagement that we've had of realness, if mm. you like, two, two levels of the same thing. One was the announcement of the departure of the board and call sort of the, the appointment of the interim being the same thing. Mm. And then a statement from the chief, uh, the chief exec, yeah. which stated apart from the fact the whole construct was a bit contradictory right mm -hmm. but it made it very clear we will not be in for the start of season mm -hmm. 24 25 it says that mm -hmm. and yet this man probably you admit you're not a stadium expert no I'm right says why would sorry i'm putting words in his mouth now why would you say that when you don't have mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. we know that ahead of schedule everybody knows mm -hmm. Right, the guy who's been quoted doesn't mean he wrote it, but the guy who's been quoted, the chief exec, he knows they are weeks upon weeks ahead of schedule, mm. and that those weeks ahead of schedule are, are quite close to the start of next season. Yeah, um, and therefore you have another good winter this year. Then maybe you bring it even closer, and lo and behold, you can get in for the start of the season. But it's been nailed, hasn't it? by the chief exec interim or not, saying we will not be mm. in for the start of 24-25. Yeah. To my mind, does that mean we've got our foot to the pedal, right? Trying to get it done before the end of 24, or have we effectively just told everyone, actually, lads, you don't have to try for August, because we've already told them it ain't going to be August. Mm. Well, the contract, the contract with allegedly Rourke is, mm. till the end, is till December 2025. Yeah, allegedly. Or 24, sorry. Yeah. yeah. So, it's almost like they go, well, that's that's when that's when we that's when we sign till, so that's when we give ourselves till instead of absolutely right, yeah. and I have no issue with that. No, no, I'm. And the curiosity is that up until this statement from a, the new chief exec, yeah. the club had always held quite solidly to, you know, the consistent timescales about sort of when, mm. i.e., during season twenty four twenty five, mm. right. And yet the mere fact that whoever wrote that thing had to reassert more than once in the statement that we've never said anything other than this and then proceed to say something different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I don't I really don't know why, because, you know, some things leak out and they become truisms, whether they are or they're not. But most of us like you and I do, because people have said it, mm -hmm. that Langer tasked with delivering it by the December 24. Therefore, just say that's it still 24 25 season yeah. i don't know why they've chosen to be explicit and say it won't be for the start or chosen now well yeah instead of saying that all along well and yeah correcting people because uh -huh. they they went for a good year without correcting any anybody mm. they it's, knew what was going they're not stupid they know what goes on you have people who obviously monitor trends on social media oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, they yeah. know what goes on out there they you know here's a question for you then go on when when, when uh, if i say to you um, it won't be ready for the start of season 24-25, right? What does that mean? Uh, absolutely nothing. Really, the, the first day of the season? Yeah. Okay. If I said to you our first home game of the season won't be at the Everton Stadium, what does that mean? Could be playing away. No, our first home game won't be at the Everton okay. Stadium. Okay. Um, means nothing could be playing Goodison for the first three games four games 
Right, well, it clear, the second one clearly says if it's not at the Everton Stadium, it's a different stadium. Actually, as it happens, we've mm. got one called Goodison. Mm. Therefore, we wouldn't start the season in the new stadium, mm. right? But the statement as it stands now just says it won't be ready for the start of season 24-25. doesn't say our first game won't be in it. See how you can just yeah, go yeah. Full, yeah. full on conspiracy. Well, late, you can twist everything, later, right? When so, which is why the football club thinks, oh, let's not say anything because it'll all get twisted. Well, the later anyway. months, the later months of 2024 don't mean doesn't mean it's December. No, I know no, that's, that's right. the. That's I know right. that's the. Well, that's what Steve said when he was saying. I know that that is like the month that a lot of people are going with, but it doesn't necessarily mean that. There, there isn't. There's, there's enough wiggle room within the statements. Oh, yeah, yeah. But also the, the, but also that then becomes out as like to me as as nonsense then hmm? because. I, I'd, ra I'd rather Everton go if we can if everything goes to plan we're going to be in on this date but if everything doesn't go to plan then we won't be in on that date and and I know I know people go well that, that that's basically the same thing but why not give us a best case scenario why does it always have to be why does it always have to be a uh, worst case well it depends whether you think it's worst case or not. I mean, the, the statement from the chief exec has given you something definitive which is what you say you want it won't be for the start of season 24-25 but I by the same token, because you started it, say he didn't have to say that. Yeah, mm. he also doesn't have to give you a best case either. No, no. Just true. stick to what you've been saying all along. Yeah. We'll all be frustrated, but at least it's consistent, right? Yeah. Um, and and then you're into the realms of how close to the plan that went in the planning application is the current plan, because Steve would, would insist, and I would agree with yeah. him that the December thing is with all your tests done and everything. In other words, it's ready to host a Premier League game. Mm. And if we're three months ahead right now, let's be honest, that's what people think we are, mm. then it's not December, is it? It's September. Mm. You only have two home games in August. Mm. We'll start with four away games. The first game of the season is not in the new Evans Stadium because the first four are away. And you see how you, we can just talk till the cows oh, come home with different say, scenarios. Yeah. No, all yeah, because... Yeah. Because they and I appreciate yeah. that's the issue they've got to come I up with. I understand it from their situation, um, but I don't know why they chose to say it won't be for the start of 24 25. Right, that's Unless, of course, they do know something that none of us do know. Uh, Gary says hello. Rich Bond says benefits of working at home today. Two shows, Toffee TVs like Group Therapy. Cheers to you all for a stack of job. Isn't this the third one? Did he miss one? Only two live shows. The other one has not yet. Yeah. Uh, Paul Cattle says after. Oh, yeah, he, he How come the other one not be out? Yeah, live. No, empty. He missed anything. Yeah, one o'clock, two o'clock. <laughs> more than a game. Yeah, five, yeah. Yeah. yeah, where were you for the more than a game one, Rich? Come on, Rich. Shame yeah, on man. you. Paul Catzel says, Afternoon, lads and Hi, fellow Paul. blues. Summer's a slow one so far. Hopefully, it starts picking up soon. Get young over the line, and then hopefully, they've been working on two or three on the quiet. I think Ashley said it's done, hasn't he? Yeah, he's basically put it out that it's <laughs> yeah. all done, yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks for the superb content you constantly put out, even when there's no news. Jack's been a great addition to the team. Really enjoyed the randomness of the shows. Keep up the good work. Randomness. Cheers, Paul. Mm. That bullshit. That's him and Jack together. No, that's that's uh, Penguins taking over Australia. <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> uh, Conversation we had. Martin says, Baz, you've changed my mindset, as you say. Same people still at the club, not will change this summer. Recruitment and transfers be minimal, so get behind the team, even if it's another season on Mopai, until we have new investments and new board, not changes. I still think we'll bring half a dozen in, mate. I do. However, that We looks. have a new board, by the way. So. However, that... Already. Do we, though? Yes. Um... However that looks, It's yeah. different to the other ones, so it must be new. Uh, Evan Viking says, might release the Thalwell and Young video by January, if you're lucky. <laughs> Thanks for the content. Uh, Steve says, uh, do you reckon we'll ever sign a right winger? 
Remember Marcel Brands had it on the board yeah. as a position we, we were need and we still haven't signed one. That's I, four years ago. Actually, I'll have the slides somewhere for that. Mm. Yeah. We're all so obsessed with left wing. We are we do seem to be obsessed with left wingers, don't we? Mm. We don't you know, we've needed a right winger for a number of years. The, the director of football did say it on his when we were Sorry, all Sorry, what's a right the winger? ADM. A man who crosses the ball with well, his right foot. Basically foot's. a fellow who plays on the right, John. Yeah, but crosses the ball with his right foot. Or cuts in and has shots with his Hence left. The query, what's the right mm. But we've never bought one that predominantly plays on the right. We bought players who play on the left and switch them to the right. Yeah. So Woby plays on the right. Yeah. Uh, on the left. McNeil plays on the left. The Marty right. Gray plays on the left. There's three straight off. Yeah. We've we've never we've never you know Bernard another one. We've never actually gone yeah. and got Walcott was probably the last one, wasn't he? Mm. And that was 2018, 2019, the, the January. Um, just the four years. Oh, sorry, 2018, January. Just the five years. Yeah. Um, Sam Allardyce, I should manage one. Mm. God, don't. Uh, Ian says, random question for you all. The stadium one. Who will own the stadium once it's built? I know Everton Stadium Development Limited are the subsidiary of uh, EFC that'll own it. Does that mean we are the owners by association and that we'll just have to pay off the loans for it in years to come? So essentially TV income, commercial income, etc. going forward would pay for it. So when the stadium's built, do Everton Football Club own it? Yeah. And do we just pay the, the mortgage back over 30 years? Or oh, whatever. Well, that's, whatever the terms well that's, that's going to be structured, isn't it? And it's mm. not been done yet, that. Right. If you think about it right now, the funding so far has all been out of Mashiri's pocket mm. or indeed the club's pocket. Club's pocket. Yeah. And then the borrowing money, mm. right? And the money being borrowed by, from MSP. Mm. One assumes that money is going to be borrowed by the football club. Mm. But in theory, it could be by the stadium development company with the, the repayments being underwritten by the parent, which is the football club. So yeah, ultimately it's the football club stadium. I think that the flexibility that having it in a subsidiary would be, i.e. stadium development company or renaming it, stadium operations company, whatever you like, yeah, is that you could sell shares in that business then. Okay. You know, so you could say, well, we'll, we'll put the debt structure you could do. Mm. This is simplistic people, so don't come and tell me how, you know, mm. the way it is right now, that wouldn't work. But mm. simplistically, you could say, well, the stadium itself is owned by the stadium, whatever, company. Yeah. yeah. Business is controlled by the football club, right. which would allow you to sell shares in it if you wanted to. Okay. Yeah. It's like forty-nine percent shares or whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, and then the football club pays rent to the stadium development company. Yeah. Okay. But then you'd say, well, has the stadium development company got enough income to pay actually the core loan off? Right. But as it's if it's warranted and the like by its parent, yes, it could. But there's an opportunity there to try and get external funds. Nice. Uh, but I think it'll be dead simple to start with. Club owns it, club pays for it. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Evan Viking says, "Don't think it's negative to say there's nothing to be positive about because there genuinely isn't. There's no bright spark coming through. Our team is very good. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
I do agree with Baz, we will sign players, but if money is as tight as people seem to think and we're still shopping in this Premier League-proven market, the players we do end up with aren't going to be the ones who improve us massively because of the finances. Even the MSP stuff uh, will seemingly come too late to make a difference on what we do this summer. So it's the same that, yeah. status quo doing the same type of business that got us in this mess. I really want to be excited, but the club aren't doing anything to give me that faith. I want us to bring in players that are better than what we have. I want to see goals. We can't afford to wait round. We the players need to be brought in now, not later. Ped, respond. <laughs> Is that him or you? The last bit. Ped, um, respond. That's, that's not me saying. Ped, respond. <laughs> that's me. No, it's 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 crap, isn't it? I mean, there's not there's nothing to be there's nothing to be like really optimistic about. There's mm. only the 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 constant of last season and the season before it's mm. our new reality as yeah. we stand the stadium i disagree on the stadium because honest to god without the stadium i think i'd be down a well <laughs> honestly it's the thing that keeps me going the idea that in a couple of years time or an 18 months time yeah. or in a year's time there'll be something different Something different about our fresh. football club. Mm. Something fresh, a attractive, dif a different identity, somewhere different to go on match days. I've said numerous times, and I know people will disagree. I am bored of Goodison Park. To me, it offers very, very little, apart from maybe five, six occasions a season. Mm. It offers nothing. It's a humdrum place to go and watch football. There's nothing before the game. There's nothing after the game. It's just somewhere you go. And to me, anyway, somewhere you go most of the year, where you just you have your little bit at the beginning of the season and your little bit at the end of the season, and maybe around Christmas. But apart from that, it's just a humdrum place, and I can't wait for a new era. And that is the thing that keeps me going. I actually said this to someone last week at the club. I said, if you delay this even like longer, or you say it's going to be another season, I said you're gonna you're gonna push a lot of Evertonians who've been like that's the that's the carrot. That's to, what's getting us through these yeah, really yeah, tough yeah. times. A lot of people say, there'll be a lot of blues out there, I think, who say, I'm prepared to live with this little bit of austerity. Yeah. Not a little bit of austerity. <laughs> I'm prepared because I know there is that there is the there's the, the lucky charms at yeah. the end of the rainbow, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you push that away again, then it make it just makes it so soulless because there's nothing exciting. We've said loads of times. Kids with the kits having that name number to put on the back of the shirt, mm -hmm. someone to be excited about, someone who to to go, oh, I want to have him. He's yeah, amazing. Yeah. No disrespect, but the idea for me of any kid wanting a Dwight McNeil shirt is just, it's just honest to God. It's the it's the dark times, and it, and and we have to just we have to just get through this. We have to get. It's not exciting. It's not sexy. It it is Dwight McNeil. It is. He was good. Don't it, no, whatever. I, I still don't, don't think Damari Sand. I still don't think Neil he's. A, I still don't think he's. He's. He's whoever should have as a pinup. Or mm. I. I just don't. So you've got him and you've got Daish and then you've got him linked with uh, Weghorst. Yeah. Thanks. Can we? Let's. We just have to get through this period of the next eighteen months or the next year. And yeah, it's crap, and we're all getting older, and yeah, we're all you know. But but it, it is, yeah, it, it's soulless at times. Mm. It's soulless. But what I do know is a lot of other football clubs feel, their fans feel a little bit like this as well. There's a they lot. Don't have a stadium coming. Speaking yesterday, like, I was speaking to like a Palace fan, and he was just like, Roy Hodgson. 
No, we were they were like we were supposed we're supposed to be building um we're supposed to be building a new stand and we uh, we can't get planning permission and it's not even the stand we need we need the other one locked down with the away fans as you like so there are a lot of other fans who feel similar mm -hmm. that there is nothing fresh so let's not take the one good thing we have got coming our way and go well, it doesn't really matter it does matter mm -hmm. this can give us that new that bit of a lift. But but on the other side, like we've just been talking about for half an hour, I was like, don't please as well, don't sell that short. The football club shouldn't sell that short. It should be building excitement about it. Yeah, and but but it's it's a when yeah. not if people thing. won't feel excited. No, they won't, and I I don't at times. But it is that thing that keeps I get you... a letter in the next week say where do you want to sit. I'll be more excited than if I don't get one. Yeah, but that's for you. For me personally, I'm not excited at all. By I seen it last week, bits of it. It was fantastic. Looks fabulous. Looks amazing. Not interested. Me, personally, I'm not interested. I'm more interested in a centre forward and a winger and a midfield player. But it's not binary, though. No, it's it is both. for me at the moment. Because okay. my football, it's great to go. That's that's all there. It's brilliant. We'll get relegated if we don't address what we need. And then who cares? Who cares if we're playing bleeding Charlton in there? No one's going to care. Because the, I, I get them the pass. They had the pass the start of last summer, right? when they could have spun in a tailspin to get into that relegation battle and we stayed up with Frank Lampard because they kind of done what Leicester have done and Leicester didn't get out of it, whereas, well, we're all right. And then, oh, we're, we're too good, we'll get out of it. And then all of a sudden, shit, we can't get out. We know we're digging and we, we escaped. They didn't this year. But we've had this year as well and done exactly the same. So we've had last summer when we all knew we needed goals, we said it and... Minnesota. Yeah. Haven't watched that game we went. What date was that? Oh my god. It was around now, wasn't yeah, it? It was like the twentieth of July. A year and a week. Right? Yeah, yeah. And we said since the twentieth of July. And yeah. we sat there that night and went, We need players and we need yeah. goals yeah, in this yeah. team or we're in trouble. And that was when we had Dom. No, no. And then no. Dom and then we we went the January window with no striker and we hang up the last day of the season. Yeah. So this summer we do have to address things. We do have to bring goals into this side because people will. Evertonians, I think, mm. with all the interaction we have and interaction you have on social media and stuff like that, right? I think, personally, Evertonians want something to cling on to. We want something to get behind. And we will, if we bring players into this squad and we bring players and you look and go, they can get us goals. People start feeling happier about the position we're in and then the ground becomes that excitement again because we've got a team that we know isn't going to put us in trouble this season it's going to fight for everything and then that ground becomes sexier because you're going you know what yeah, we yeah. can't we, we'll be in the Premier League things, like John said the two oh. things are not they're not they? the one thing your football club's got to do right it's got to generate hope because yeah. hope's the only thing that keeps you going as a football fan yeah, yeah. it has to generate that there's nothing else that when you look at what's going on in football, when you see talk of a Super League or the expanded Champions League or what's going on in Saudi Arabia or whatever, yeah. as a football fan, the only thing that keeps you ground, like keeps you, is something which isn't real. And yeah. that's hope. But you yeah. have to generate hope. You have to. Or the other thing you have to do is, be, is love your football club so much that you are prepared to look past those things. And the only way you're going to look, love your football club is if they do all the little things, right? We talk about this all the, all the time. Getting, making sure the kit launch is spot on, making sure they're giving you, they're being open and the dialogue's clear and they're giving you the interviews with the manager and Thelwell and players and they're creating that good feeling where it's like, 
I understand why why it's not good time for the club, mm. but they but they understand us and they create that. Yeah. Like I seen yesterday, seen uh, Billy the Bee yesterday. I said and I said to all the lads, I said this is the la- the happiest man in football. Mm. Supports Brentford and everything is just amazing. He talks about going. He talks about players, uh, teams staying up in the Premier League. Is in that's a boss nightclub. So I didn't want it. Uh, night out. Night out. So I didn't want Everton to go down because mm. that's a boss place to go for a weekend. Yeah, yeah. Like everything's just it's happy just for happy, them. Like it? if they've created. I know it's took them years and years and years to get there. He'd be like that if you never fan them. He's a lovely. Happy no, he's just a boss baby. fella. Yeah. But what he's done is he's seen all. He has seen all the crap, mm. and now then the Premier League, he's having a good Enjoy time. It. He's enjoying and it. A good side. It's like, but their football goes bossed out. Like mm. everything's brilliant about them. The way they, the way they talk to the fans. The way they, everything's brilliant. Our club, everything just seems to be crap. So if you don't start generating hope amongst your fan base, mm. which basically means talking to them. Not leading them down one path and then going down another one. You said it's like, every- and I bet you there's loads of good stuff goes on. Of course, in that. Like, there's, we be, know there's good is- people at the club the- who are stopped from doing their job. There's good things that you could get behind, but it's the overall mess. What they did thing. for years is they tried to create that by giving us the, the Everton in the community yeah. spiel. Yeah. That's what they tried to and do. And as, as amazing as those people are, oh, or, are, or yeah. those people were. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's not enough to satisfy a football fan. It you could that only takes you so far, doesn't it? And I suppose that's where the that's where the ground is a little bit for me. It's like that that's the hope because mm. without the hope, what's the point? It's not an even it's not an even pitch. Mm. It's everything is now all over the place. Clubs have have got mysterious backers that may or may not be related to huge countries with huge amounts of money. Mm. There's a lot going on that we can't control and we will feel cheated by. But if our football club just simply loved us, like we loved them, mm. and we there wasn't infighting and there wasn't accusations and people could get on, then everything we and there was a time when I felt like this. We we were like this. And by the way, Bill Kenwright was on the board when I felt it was the chairman. Sorry, mm. when I felt like that. So it's not like it can't happen. It just has to be. It has to be that it's us versus the world mentality. Yeah, That's what we've got to create as a football club. And unfortunately, what our football cre- football club has created is it's us versus our own fans. Mm. So get us that back. Yeah, we know we're not going to win loads of trophies. We know we we are as a football club. We are now almost dinosaurs in a in a world where you know there's AI. But give us that hope back that we're gonna we are gonna. It's, oh, it's us versus you now. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. There has to be that reset, and you hope that. And I know John, you you do find it amusing, but the hope that MSP coming in with just different eyes might might kick off a chain reaction in the club. For me, that's what I'm hoping that people look at it with different eyes and go, "We need to do things differently." And it's someone fresh. That's what I hope. But I might be absolutely massively wrong here. I might be talking about something that never happens but that's the hope that keeps me going but while I'm waiting for all that I am constantly looking at our playing squad I'm looking at something that's on fire and no one's putting it out and I get deals are, com- are complex we've had a, a position today with Rodrigo where Everton offered him a contract he seemed quite happy he seemed like he wanted to sign then other clubs come into the mix and obviously Al Ryan have come in with a huge offer for him of over a 200 odd grand a week. Everton are never paying that for a 32 year old, never in a million years. So he's gone off there. So we have to then move on to the next one. And we have to have players crossing the line very quickly, in my opinion, getting them over the line. 
Ashley Young said it all day yesterday. You know, a lot of people aren't happy with it, but if he was number three, four, five signing of the seat of the summer, and we had the tracking players in, people would find it far more palatable. People are looking at it and are, are worried right now. So that's where I am with it, and, and we do have to we do have to look for some hope. Uh, Charles says Everton have just wiped everyone out. Feels like nothing is happening. Just links, interest, and so forth. Young hasn't even been announced yet. Problems with Everton TV again. Big changes made. Um, and that, you see, John, you've said it lots of times. We've all, we've all kind of said it on more than one occasion. Is that, and it is about narrative. And narrative is quite difficult because sometimes saying nothing is the best course. But then... There's a lot of other times when you do have to front it up and, and treat treat us as adults almost. But again, the communication isn't brilliant, is it? From from a fan perspective, looking at it, you know, I know they can't say everything. Kevin Thelwell's not going to stand there and go, the list of eight players that we want is it's never going to happen, is it? What can we do to to bridge that? How do you say stuff without? Without compromising what you're doing, how would you how would you say it without compromising what we're trying to do? You can't. Well, I can't anyway. <laughs> you know, I can't answer that apparently simple question without talking for the next three hours, right? Okay, we'll try to. No, no, no. You can't steal it, it because you know. I, well, I, we're not on for three hours, exactly so you right. might have a bloody. So it, the point is, it's issue. it's not just a oh, you just do this and yeah, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the, the cliche driven is. If I was going there, which is an engaged fan base who are trusting in the football club and so on, mm. doesn't mean they like everything they hear, mm. but they trust that what they're being told is the truth, for example. Mm. And, and, and that then allows you to build rapport and build upon it and so on. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Then in very simple terms, that would say, well, if that place is over there, mm. I wouldn't be starting from here. Mm. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so the football club has got itself into a position where... Um, internally, it must know it needs to do better mm. and either knows how to do better or doesn't. If it doesn't know how to do better, mm. it sacks everyone who's already there and gets people in who do, mm. which I don't think they do need to do, no. right? Yeah, yeah. Because they have got people who know what better looks like. Mm. So let them do it, right? We've just had a wholesale change of the board the first, in my personal opinion, yep. the first communication that um, comes out from the new chief executive is almost like the t sort of communication the previous one would have done. Yeah. Just take out references to the stadium, put references into the charity, and it'd be the same communication. Yeah. Because it's written by the same people, mm. right? Yeah. With the same cautious approach yeah. to narrative. Yeah. It would have been really, really powerful for the first statement from the chief exec to say nothing about the stadium and talk as being the chief exec. Talk about building bridges with the fan base. Mm. Talking about getting investment in. Yeah. Talking mm. about completing the stadium on time and to budget, but saying yeah, more yeah, than yeah. that. Yeah. And recognising that we as a football club have underperformed over the last couple of years, but rest assured, we're doing our best. Mm. And people would have gone, well, that's quite refreshing, isn't it? Yeah. So it, it's a bland, nothingy type thing, right? Yeah. Now... In my professional career, it would often be stated, don't ask for permission, ask for forgiveness. Yeah. forgiveness. It's yeah. a very old cliche. Yeah. If there's people in the organisation who know the right thing to do, 
don't wait for someone above you to give you the approval to do it mm. just do it mm. just do it mm. you know if you've got in the can a goddamn interview with the director of football which the fan base have been desperate to see for since the day walked through the mm. door publish it right or do another one because you don't like the one you've got yeah i would have done well if i was in charge of everton's media team yeah i'd have done the kevin Fellwell interview in two parts i'd have done the first part would have been nice little sprinkling of what he's done so far in the job mm. the restructuring where as yeah. a football yeah. club we are improving yep and all that sensitive data that they don't want to talk about because there's a transfer window of course right yeah. there leave that that's part two yes leave that to when the window shuts yeah, i'll see you in the month we'll see yeah, yeah. We'll, when the window we'll conclude this and you just you don't then you could then <laughs> you've got a thing that we were promised okay maybe the maybe the fans for over promised with that or got that slightly wrong so don't blame the club for that but then for an excuse to be well he said things that we don't want to be made public knowledge but then don't let him make it because he you... apparently he's mentioned a player so, so before you go in apparently so before you go in say right part no. part one part one is going to be how you all the good things you've done yeah, what you found when you us, got in what did you have tell to us do? what was wrong mm? don't be don't be afraid mm? be like the tory government and be like <laughs> no all those things that wasn't us that was the other tories that mm, did that don't yeah. worry about we're new we're new yeah. come in and go these are all the things i've done it's been tough because i've had to do this and obviously we brought this fella this fella this fella this yeah, fella, yeah, this fella yeah. and we've got rid of all those people say all the dead positive things mm. and say and we'll, difficult, is it? and we'll say part two We'll be bringing out in a month's time or six weeks' time when the transfer yeah, window, and we'll tell you about what we've done and the challenges we face. And and you know what? Just be honest with people. Just say, you know, we went for player X, mm. but there's no way we're signing a 32-year-old um. when they want wages, which we as a football club are not comfortable anymore mm. because everybody knows that we used to give amazing wages or our wage bill was this high we don't want to do that anymore we want to invest in young up-and-coming players from austria because baz told us <laughs> and the piv and that's to me and then what you've done is you've got you've got why have one piece of content when you can have two mm. get double the views mm. that's always been our, our yeah, ethos exactly. hasn't it mm. it's what pays the bills but that 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 nice shiny one and then the second one you just say Right, what were the challenges? This is what happened. I was with you to, to doing two bit, you know, when oh. you started describing the second one where you're going to name players. No, you're not naming players. Well, even if you say X and then say he's a 32 year old guy who ended up going to, to the Middle East, you, you know, whatever. You wouldn't say that. But, yeah, but I understand. I'm just, I'm just putting me. Yeah, the point but you know across. what? My little, you know, we all have our plus and minus pile, right? And we've already had some messages from people where clearly the minus pile's far yeah, heavier than the plus one, right? You've just put on my minus pile. Because you've just said, apparently, he named a player. Right, Kev, they've been waiting for this for 18 months. Sit on that chair in Finch Farm. We're going to talk in a really safe environment, a safe video that we're going to put out to the fan base. And he names the player. Well, it's just out there. It's mad, isn't might it? Be, I've no, just realised we're on YouTube. I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> but, but anyway, the point <laughs> is, right, it's, it's mad that he would do there's that. There's a reason. There's a thing called Ed no, as well. Yeah, you just no. say... 
clap, stop. Not live. Let's do that. But it might again. have been a player who was at the club and isn't at the club. No, I know, but it doesn't really so matter. So it could be anything, yeah. couldn't yeah. it? What yeah. they mean is that quite clearly there's a piece in there they're not happy with and they don't want to put it out. Maybe what now we're, maybe now we're in the transfer <laughs> window. Right? Now we're in the transfer window, so maybe they're just going all the way. So we have to wait be. now. So it's difficult. It's to, it's, his job is to buy players. Yeah. This is the most sensitive time. Yeah. That's the it's point, it. isn't it? The yeah. point is, these interviews shouldn't be getting done in June or July anyway. Absolutely They should right. be getting done in the season. They should be getting done when he isn't doing the work, if that mm. makes sense. I mean, I know he's always doing the work, yeah. but this is like this is the crunch part. The the September the makes sense because the window's just shut. The day after yeah. the season finishes, right, Yeah. your director of football will come out, a bit like you said, your two-party thing. Yeah. That season wasn't what we wanted, but we're still in this division. Mm. Waffle, 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 waffle. Right, we're all going on holiday now. I'll talk to you when I come back. And you get part two about the window will be open on this date. We know what we need, whatever. Mm. Then the window closes Ooh, and I've he tells you, this is how we got I've, on. I've got an even better one, And then one, you go John. back around the loop again. I've got an even better one. Go for it, man. Following round on deadline day. Yeah. Following round with cameras on deadline mm. day. Go pros you know on what? everybody. Do you know what? It might never see the light of day. Mm. But you've done you it. mightn't do anything. Mm. But you've done it and you've got the content. And yes. you know you've brought two or three in and you stick that out. Yeah, oh yeah. my god, Everton fans yeah. will be salivating. Mm. You've brought this play, this play, let's see how it happened. Let's mm. Arsenal did it. Arsenal, yeah, yeah, Arsenal, Arsenal. Leeds. Leeds got it completely. I mean, a, a Sunderland, sorry, Sunderland. Made a complete mess of it. it thinking yeah. they'd signed Dan James and it still went out. That was yeah. Leeds. Sorry, Will. Leeds. It was who Will, was it? Will, Will Greg at Sunderland yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Dan James at Leeds. Dan James at right, Leeds, yeah. and still went out. They had Dan James in the Leeds kit and everything. Yeah. But you snap. do it, don't you? You get yeah, it. You film it and you go and you go. You sit them down and go. And there's a little bit extra. Let's let's see how oh, let's see how what kind of day you had on transfer mm. deadline day. And you get Kevin Selwell coming in, at and the he comes time, in. He goes right. We're we're trying to sign X. Let's see what. But you can name names. Well, you can't. I'm yeah. saying. I'm just saying that. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and you just say we're trying to sign it. It's quarter past twelve. We've got. We've. And you know what? Mm. You open it up and you show everyone what's answered because other clubs have done it. And people will and understand. People would love it. Oh and they'd actually, you'd actually see the work that goes exactly. on. Whereas a lot of us. A lot of Evertonians will be like, what are they actually doing? And all that is, but it would personalise it as well. Home. It would personalise it, wouldn't it? Because you're, you're flying the wall fella or mm. whatever who's playing the fan would go, so what's happening, Kev? He's in a car, we're waiting. And you can see him. You've got to wait, you know. You can see him. He's waiting. Mm. And if the guy doesn't get here to sign, it doesn't happen. John, I've said it. it. I've said it from day one. Yes, it would be tremendous. If you personalise people, if you humanise people, mm. that's the word, you're never, ever going to. You're never ever going to sit there going, I hate him. Because you won't hate him. It's why it took me so long to get to want to sack Roberto Martinez because I knew the fella. Yeah. I knew the yeah. fella had been yeah. in his company. He was a lovely fella. And I didn't want him. Whereas other people are going, get him out of my phone. And it, it took me a while for that to happen. I mean, when yeah. I did, it went big. But it took a while <laughs> because I was like, I want to give this fella a chance. And it's why football clubs should be doing more. It's why our football. It's why when people watch when we get a win and people go, oh, have you seen a tunnel video? Ah, oh, you should have seen him. And you should have seen him. They, they look like us. They're hugging each other. And a lot of the time that gets forgotten by the next game. It does, it does. But something like that, when you just cut following around, going, oh, have we got it over the line? Yeah, brilliant, blah, blah, blah. Do you know what? If mistakes are made, if it never happens, you never have to put that stuff out. Mm. It's just sits there no, on the shelf. See, we're such a I big, think it'd be a good such idea. Such a big media team that we've got. Oh, yeah. You could, I think you might almost say, we should have been doing it already. Right. It's, it's like putting stuff in the can for history. Mm. And the thing it about it is, The thing about it is, it's because it is your own staff. 
you know, you see when they came back from training last week and they're coming down, it's like, you're all right, or to Dom, oh, congratulations. And they're like, oh, you know, because these are the people they see every yeah. single mm, yeah. day. Mm. They mightn't be like their busy mates, obviously. They know them, But they yeah. know them, don't they? They know who they yeah. are. I would so-and-so from the media team sitting down with me or he's following me around, blah, blah, blah. It's not like it's some fella where you know you can't see. These people are employees of Everton Football yeah. Club. If they're following you around and suddenly someone goes, how's that got out? I've got out because of him. You sacked me. You're mm. done. That's You're finished. Right. You're finished. Yeah. But it's interesting. Uh, make sure you give the stream a thumbs up. Subscribe if you haven't. Thanks for yeah. everyone who's watching. Uh, Derek Hulton says, Hi guys, watching uh, on through. This is a terrific show. The club needs a good kick up the backside. Um, Adam says, Would John have gone all your ways this season? Coming season if Everton had been relegated? Of course I would. Yeah. yeah. Would have been some effort watching that thrust twice a week. No, we'd be winning enough. every week. Uh, Evan Viking says, Baz, you sum up my feelings perfectly. Stadium's lovely and it'll be nice when it's here, but we're at such a massive risk of relegation, we can't survive. We keep circling this train. Yeah, but you see, can I just comment on that? Because it's on. come out a couple of times. Go right? on. You know, and if you if you don't watch and you don't know what me, plan the dive, dive the plan means, you should watch more. But Go whatever. Is you can't not do stuff, you know, that should be mm. happening in parallel. You know, let's stop this one mm. because the other one's not going so well. Do you know what I mean? And, and the, the example of that would be us standing in front of people who are still at the club, actually, talking about interviewing the manager, and they said, we'll do it after game X. And we said, what happens if we lose against game X? Well, we won't, will we? Mm. Well, we did, you know, and the manager got sacked. Mm. But they they kicked it down the road for Mm. no good reason other than they didn't anticipate that horrible scenario was going to happen. The same applies here. We should be building confidence and optimism and Mm. excitement around the stadium. But in parallel, we should be getting the goddamn players that keep us in the division as well, Mm. right? Mm. The yeah. thought that we would almost not push the stadium as hard as perhaps we could because we're fear that we're going to get stick because we haven't got a centre forward or we haven't got a right yeah. winger or whatever. Because if they've been pushy previously, maybe us lot, not just hospitality people, have already signed up for multi-year yeah. season ticket deals. And if we'd all signed up for multi-year season ticket deals, they'd have more money. And if they yeah. had more money, they'd be getting better players. See, so the- it all has to go to yeah. a plan, right? And it See, just seems that sometimes oh, let's hold on to that for a bit you know, with longer the stadium, because just, you know with the stadium like I'd love to know by I would have thought by now I'd love to know by now where everything is what do you mean everything that's where's in? the shop Oh, I see. Yeah, where's things the museum? like that. Yeah. Well, where's the, where's the, do a whole where's host the of cameos, gonna go? you? you know yeah. do we not have an internal video of all these things you know to get to get people who were like I don't care about the stadium well, I'm going to give you something to care about mm. like, like last week when we got to see it it again gave you that different layer, didn't it? Of God, this all looks great. Mm. So you get that little bit of excitement. So it's like you know, just those tidbits of like being told how much the fan park's going to hold and the fact that it's staying open after the game and stuff like that. Can't it's not that innovative, is it? But but it's just start like start makes drip, it real. Start trip feeding that into the fan base. So they're like, God, I can't wait. But it's that thing of like, oh, I don't want to put too much expectation on. What are you going to have? What's the shop going to have? What's it going to have in it? Is it what's the cafes? What's the, what's, yeah, the, what's the stuff that's open? Concessions, you know, all, they're all easy wins. Aren't exactly. Of they are. On a match, on a non-match day, will will we be able to go down to the stadium and just go right? But when up you to just it? said, you know, all then. these things, of course you will. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I agree. You just said then it makes it more real. Hmm? The most real thing for me is where am I going to be sat? Hmm. 
or at least when will I know that I can choose where I'm mm. going to be sat? Mm. Oh, we're going to go with Peds. We're only going to have 32,000 season ticket holders in the first season, whatever, right? Or, or are we going to have 42,000 or, or we're going to have whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. But an, an, an outline view of how we're going to get to choose which, which stands we're in. Mm. You know, I'm, I'll lay it down right now. If everyone in the Gladys Street wants to go in the South Stand, then they should all go in. But that'll leave seats left, won't it? Because that, that stand, the South Stand, is bigger than the Gladys Street, upper mm. and lower put together, right? So then you want to say, well, how, how does the next choice go around for that? Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And, and then the people like you, you're one. You're in the upper Bullens. Mm. Well, if you get a comparable seat, it's going to be slap bang in the middle of some of the most expensive seats in the stadium. Yeah, we got told last week you can have a seat anywhere you want. Anywhere you want. Yeah. So Baz, it. Baz, it's not. No, it's, yeah, but it's not <laughs> comparable. What I mean is, is that Baz will be able to sit wherever he wants. But he, comparable for him would be, I think, the East Stand, looking sort of on the halfway line, looking towards the water. The water, right? And if that's five grand. Will it? I'm gone for Yeah, it will be. You can see East Stand. Yeah. No, I know, but You're looking I'm, west. I'm thinking of Goodison. <laughs> You're looking so, west. Yeah, so where's the South Stand? South Stand's the one that goes to the south. Your, no, the best part of on the your city. left it'll be. No, no, on my left. On so, your that left. Isn't, so that isn't to me comparable, is it? Because the Gladys seat's on my no, left. You can't have that, though. the wrong way around. But you can't have that. No, 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 I'm just saying. So your reference point Maybe is, me sitting is there where the Gladys seat's to the left on the south Where's stand the will bring Everton something different. Bit of yeah, luck. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not... not you see what I mean? No, we understand what you... Listen, it's all for everyone. Instead, I'm told, we've had the club tell us that they're going to start that consultation. And the when they told us is it already in the past mm. so it's another let's call it a promise that's been and gone pinky promise but let's listen let's so. think about plays Ashley Young is <laughs> do we have to has he talk? bloody told have they told us yet no, no. by all accounts he's in he'll be there right? his kit. with his kit doing the Everton number TV 18 interview number 18 or whatever how excited he is and all that I've said it a few times did you say his number then and we said He's going to be 18. Ever haven't got an 18. He loves that number. All right. I okay. imagine he'll be 18. Is that because he's such respect for Because he loves it. Just because he loves it. Right? Like I said before, if he was number four, five I said that on the list, well, we all, it's chronologically. Did. Did. Yeah, we're it? all joined up on that one. I think he'd have been received a little bit better. It's still, there's no, for me, the way I look at it, and I might be wrong, but just, just my view and how mm. I put it together in my head is we are kind of where we are do i like where we are no i'd rather we had 250 million to spend this summer and we were getting exotic players and i was sitting there and zach's going to me oh dad can i have his name on my kit yeah. and all instead of me when i bought his kit last week for a stupid amount of money i was like mate don't get anyone there's no one worth having <laughs> don't get anyone and anyone is they'll get off so don't right so we haven't got it i want i want to be there going oh what about him, no? Oh, well, what about having him on the back of the shirt? Yeah. We haven't. We're where we are. So we've got a little bit of money, clearly, because ever, otherwise we'd have players in. Because because if money's almost... <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can make that leap. If money's, well, if money's clearly not an, not an object, right, then every manager in the world and everyone I've ever spoke to who has been involved in football, works in football, and some managers have all said... Give me the choice, I'll have my players all in by day one of pre -season. Definitely, definitely. Right, so there's a reason why Everton don't have anybody in and we're already in the second week of pre-season. So it must be money, in my opinion. 
my opinion, like I said before. Right, so I'd love that a world where Everton already had three players signed before pre-season started. Liverpool had two in before they kicked the ball, right? And all that. Tottenham have got five in so far. Clubs like that. Other Chelsea, clubs have got none like Right, us. but I'm talking about Everton. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, but yeah. we aren't, so we've obviously got a small amount of money. Fine, that's where we are. We have to deal with that. So people like Ashley Young, to me, who can do three positions... You just kind of go, yeah, okay, all right. He comes in, he can do a job, vastly experienced, obviously quite fit. Like, who's the next one then? Who's the one that is going to get me a little bit excited? Who is this kind of player? Got the right age profile, yeah. right ceiling, all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, because that... The I, right position. I think that's how we have to do it. attacking player. Don't yeah, we? No, I, I think agree. that's how we have to, mentally. Well, that's how I have to, anyway. How do you view it? Which, all of Either that? Either of you. Well, Ashley Young and... and Players of that ilk. It's an okay decision. Mm. It's not going to excite anybody, mm. right? That's it. It's an okay decision. Mm. But then I also don't automatically. And, and, sorry, I'm not being stupid. I know we're mm. tight on money and stuff. Yeah. But I don't think you just say, well, my view, mm. you, yeah, that it's we haven't brought them in because we haven't got much money. Because mm. other clubs who don't have the financial restrictions that we've got also haven't brought players in, right? Clearly, but it's an issue, isn't it? Because Newcastle have come out today and said once they sign Harvey Barnes. That's it. They're at their limits. They can't yeah, sign anyone. No, and the only way it. they could bring another player in is... And, and what they've actually said is they may already have to sell someone before they can get Harvey Barnes. This is Newcastle base, with it? 600 that's billion to, to their base, isn't it? Yeah, because the rules are there. Set expectation. Mm. Let them understand mm. that it isn't as easy as that. So for Everton, all right, well, for Everton then, right? And I had a conversation with someone close to the club last week who wants to, you know, what can we say? That with, with, with that thing of... We're damned if we do, we're damned if mm. we don't. How do Everton manage that expectation without saying we've got no Or is it better? You you, just, no, but I'm asking you. Well, we've just said you, it before, Kevin Felwell. Have you done an interview? Months ago. Specifying last month. They're saying what? Money's no, tight. You, you are, we're not done. stupid. We, we've seen the books. I'm saying. I know, but when, this is the point though, isn't it? We're not stupid. We have people like John Blaine. We have people like the Esk that go through the books. Mm. Like meticulously. And, and tell you the ins and outs of... Others are available. No, but I'm sure there are, but, <laughs> but, they're, but they're the obviously the two that spring to mind. Mm. The people who do the hard work for us, and you've got like people like uh, Kieran Maguire and people like that who go through the books, the Swiss Ramble, who yeah. go through the books. We're not stupid. We all know the situation. Mm. As a football club, front it and go, right, everyone knows the situation with the with the P&L, and, and, and we have to clever how we do things mm. that might that'll mean players who are surplus to requirements will leave the club if we get a good enough offer for them again so you can say you can say well we haven't had enough offers yet so therefore we haven't generated enough money yet mm. on the back of the money we've already got and then you're telling people you are setting that expectation rather than just like you've said it a few times what do people expect well Tell people what to expect in a way. Then there's not going to be low. New, you've mentioned Newcastle. Newcastle, what a what a very intelligent thing to do because yeah. they've just they've they've set expectations. They defused it, but also at the same time, it gives them bargaining power when they do go and try and buy a player because they haven't gone. We've got loads of money. So no, if we Everton, haven't. If yeah. Everton go, if Everton say, well, we can, we have, but we if Everton say it. things are difficult, things are difficult. But yeah. you make you put the obvious things out there. Mm. We finished seventeenth. So we didn't generate a lot of money yeah. from the Premier League. Mm. You know, our sponsors are amazing because 
Um, Can't say that. No, no, <laughs> I'm not going to say that. What I'm saying, we don't generate, we don't generate lots of. We money. have to live within our yeah. means. We go to some park. No, but John, you know this. We, you say, why are we moving? Because Gullison Park doesn't generate a lot of money. So therefore, when we do move, we should generate more money. But in the meantime, things are tough. Where mm. There are restrictions in place. And you just tell people it's going to be difficult. So when Ashley Young does sign, you can say to everyone, do you know what? This is a smart sign. This is a 38-year-old. Well, he's been doing it all. With all lots week. of experience. You've told them the narrative. Has won multiple positions. Won yeah. nearly every trophy. Uh, in this country, yeah, you know, um, I think he's only the Champions League. I think he's won everything else in this country. Yeah, I'll check mm. for you. So you say dead experience can play in four. We went through to the day. Me and Jack know the only position he's never played in goal. Yes, in goal. The only position never played. You sell it and say this is smart business mm. as a football club where we are right yeah, now yeah, yeah. because you've already talked to people instead of trying instead of instead of trying to see this is this is my real issue with Everton, right? And I've said this since we've been doing this on day since day one we've been doing this is like if you engage with people who already know, then you're halfway there. Like we all know all this stuff. Yeah. There are lots of experts who can go through all the books. It's a it's a everything is transparent in in mm. a way, isn't it? All the books are there. Of course there's other stuff that isn't, but everything's transparent. We know everything that goes on. And yet they still try and keep us in the dark on stuff we know about. It's it's mad. I don't understand why any football club tries to keep its fans in the dark about stuff. I understand about negotiations. I understand you don't want to go, well, we're after this player, because so and so. I understand the plausible deniability of not telling and you not telling so you don't but there's still a thing of like we we we're, we're we we're limited. So we mightn't be limited. We might have loads of money. But you you don't open the door to people, do you? And no. say, "Oh, this is how much money you've got," because that person will go, "Can I have it?" Part all of then? the challenges, mm. and we've talked about this on on the channel before, is that a director of football, for example, walks through the door. Same with a manager, and it appears based on history that neither of them thought that part of their job was to talk to the fan base. Mm. Yeah, and it's therefore the in-house PR guys, we call them that, you know, the media chaps, can't just rock up to the director of football every Thursday morning at 10 o'clock like they always do and talk to him for an hour and then push the content out because mm. they have to ask his permission and they probably have to ask somebody else's permission and before you know it's too much like hard work and it just never happens yeah mm -hmm. so so you've got this structural thing that's it, it's all in quotes wrong now the joy of it is and we talk about on the channel about changing perception is easier than changing fact mm. right leadership Right, decisive leadership inside our football club with a commitment to engage with the key stakeholder called the fans overnight would change perception. Overnight. Mm. The creativity in the media guys could be exploited. Their ability to do what he said John. would be exploited and so on and so yeah, on. Yeah, there's, yeah. All, there's, also, there's also a path for revenue here as well. Of course there is. Right. Yeah. If you have a channel that you pay £2 a month for, from Everton, and on that Everton guarantee every week, the manager, the captain, the director of football, and and more play. If the, in the fact, start of the last game, every yeah. single every day, there's a different player. There's a talking. different player coming off the pitch of Finch Farm live, hmm? and you're paying two pound for it. I guarantee it will generate. If you have loads of access behind the scenes yeah, access, of course, it will generate money. 
For non from non Everton fans as well. But for nothing, <laughs> no, that's out of nothing. Yeah. That is money for Just nothing. To be in there. That's for money for, for some lad sticking a camera. And when these people come to our club, we go, You understand that, you have to do this. This yeah. is part of it. This yeah. is part of this is part, part of, of the remit. I've told you loads. No, that image rights bonus we give you. There's literally this is one of the reasons. Paris Saint Germain literally have a thing where when they come off the training pitch, they have to go through this thing. And a girl standing with a camera and she goes live on like on everything. They should mm. have a mix of type look, thing. Yeah, they do. And yeah. they look the manager last year he looked dead uncomfortable maybe for other reasons but he looked dead uncomfortable but he had to do had it to because do he's it. at a huge football club that wants to project its image all around the world and not be like oh what's going on mm. like sell the narrative to people i can't i can't stress <laughs> how many times i have to say this we've said this before oh the my god and he says what we have here gentlemen is a failure to communicate absolutely yeah. spot on and, and we've and said it. on here and you've just done it again yeah. right and, and I'll say what we've said. The BBC before. are communicating. <coughs> yeah, the yeah. first Premier League club to embrace this new world. Yeah. And let's call it fan media if you want to call it that. I.e. instant demand for stuff all the time and live mm. will clean up as a first mover. Mm -hmm. Because the, can you imagine, you know, and you, someone's just bloody done something in training which is going to be quite fun for fans to know about. And he happens to pick up his can of Coke to drink, you know, product placement, the whole yeah. bloody nine yards, right? Have they told us who it is? Yeah. All right, okay. Who we, is it then? We know who it is. <laughs> we know who it is, John. He should have told himself anyway, shouldn't he? But yeah, I mean, but hey, they know all this, so the think the challenge for the football club to have amongst themselves is why they can't especially, act upon it. Especially in a world that is dominated by the big clubs. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The, 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 the lesser clubs have to create this themselves. And when they do create it and they do get a good, great piece of content, share that nice piece of content with the likes of Sky. And mm. especially at a time like this, where you go, oh my God, look what they've done. Look, yeah. what, look what brilliant stuff's happened to training. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. if someone had filmed if someone had filmed that clip of uh, the lightning at the training ground, oh, it's been it's been lightning at Everton training, and you like, and you, and they'll show that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris Byrne says, "Hey guys, hopefully the Premier Night was boss for you all. Sorry, couldn't make it, couldn't get off work. Yeah, it was very good." It says Everton needs to at least give us something to feel optimistic about next season because this horrendous starvation of literally anything to latch onto is just depressing. Yeah. Martin says nothing will beat the that live deadline day show you guys did in January. Funniest <laughs> thing I've watched in ages. Yeah. Uh, Michael Wood says with the idea of filming a video with Thelwell in June, for example, you could also use that video to put out a narrative on transfers. Money is tight, but we'll see what we can do. Yeah. Even if you've got a war chest to keep player valuations That's down, yeah. put out to the press that you're yeah. skint, even though yeah. we are. Keep expectations low, then overperform. Nathan says on Kevin Thelwell in NFL, general managers, the equivalent to a doff, um, do loads of interviews talking about the process of team building and the inside stuff. Yeah. Honestly, NFL is miles ahead miles, of the Miles, because it has to be. Terms are giving the fans what it's they mandatory, want. that's right. It's a team The sport. age of yeah. secrecy is over. Of course it is. We know yeah. everything about everyone now. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Clive Long says, how's the arms, John? It's getting better. Yeah. Yeah. Going to see the surgeon tomorrow. Uh, Danny says, is it money, Baz, or is it that the club <coughs> flipping car crash? I'd go with the latter. Uh, and Carl says, we're rightly focusing and worried about the need for striking reinforcements because of the lack of options up front. But I am now equally concerned about our defence having lost two of our three best centre-backs in Mina and Cody. I know Brantwaite's coming back, 
but I'd really hope we buy another decent, reliable centre-back. For me, Keane and Godfrey shouldn't be anywhere near the squad. Mm. I've seen a thing yesterday saying Reese Welsh is desperate to get out on loan because you obviously realise he's, he's not going to play, yeah, isn't yeah. he, um, this season, being a young lad and all that. Um, and he's he hasn't had the loan games, yet. He, yeah. he needs to be playing in the league and getting elbowed in the face and all mm. that that you come up against like League 2, League 1 strikers. Could say to a Dutch club, you like the last bloke, try this one. Try this one, because he's a ball-playing centre-back. Yeah, yeah. It's whether he hasn't had any first-team experience at any level, has he really? You know, we played for us at Fleetwood in the Cup, didn't he come on yeah. last season? He's had nothing really since then. So it's he stands who, still. who would give him it. MK Dons wanted him in January and he was going that fell through but the the twelfth hour. So and they're interested in him again. So I wonder if he will end up going there. Um or whether he'll go abroad. But if he but, wants to go on loan, he should have gone out on loan yesterday, shouldn't he? So he can be a part of all Well I, I always all think the that when I look, I and always the football league's ahead of yeah. Premier, so yeah. I always think if you're gonna go on loan and you're at a club like Everton, they'll know, surely they know right now whether he's they're going to gamble gonna, on yeah, him. So exactly. they're going to look and Sean Dyche is going to go, well, he's never played a, a first team game really for anyone. I'm not going to use him if we have to, you know, unless yeah. we really don't have another centre-back. Yeah. And if that's the case, then you get him out on loan so he can get into his club yeah. and start afresh exactly with everyone. Right, yeah. So hopefully they'll make it, I, I imagine they'll make that decision at the end of the week. Yeah. And mm. I think he might join someone on loan next week and, and let him off See, he needs go and get the run up, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah basically. Um, well, I mean, where are we on centre-back? Do you think we need another centre-back? Holgate didn't go to Switzerland. and now they're saying, oh, we might have a little bit of it. But he's talking to Southampton and Is talking he? to Sheffield United. So he's going to want somewhere. So I think he's going so to he's go. So he's going as well. So we'll go out the door. Michael Keane, I imagine, will stay. Yeah. And be a third or fourth choice centre-back on big money but so hey, two or three ahead of him are Grant Tarkovsky Tarkovsky Godfrey I think are all ahead of them and have to be all ahead of them so are we I'd like to have another one you'd get to think another one as well, well in no. what age group what Godfrey's age? not good enough mm. Keane's not good enough but you can't you don't Brandt want a kid. But you don't want five do you mm. or do you well we had seven centre-backs no I'd like four but I'd yeah, like... you've got to move people out then haven't you but do you think with, if Holgate goes, which he, he will, then that potentially frees up a space, mm. doesn't it? Because Everton will have lost three centre-backs from last season. Depends how many you think you need. Branch would... Branch. Branch. Yeah. Well, Brand 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 yeah. would say two for each Brand. position, wouldn't he? Mm. So two centre-backs means you need four. Mm. And we have four. Mm. But this man rightly perhaps says, well, Godfrey's not good enough. So you need to find someone better than Godfrey. Yeah, yeah. And then send Godfrey out. I think he's got different attributes than Michael Keane, as in he's fast yeah. and he's strong. Yeah, and that's Michael why Keane, I would keep Michael it. Keane's better in the air. And but that's why I'd football. keep Godfrey because he's the one with, with the pace, genuine pace, mm. and in theory could do a job in other positions as well. Mm. It'll be it will be interesting to see because what they might do is they might have they might use one of the long slots on the centre back yeah. and see how Brantway goes. Might mm. like me. I mean, people are. King Hoddle, obviously a Spurs fan, says uh, by Tanganga or Roden from us. What about a loan? Yeah. Spurs, you know, don't make, don't be too hard. Don't make a decision too quickly on those centre backs. Give them on loan while you have, while you evaluate, and that would be Tanganga's. He's got loads of potential and always a little bit, mm. but he's got pace as well and he's strong, isn't he? Um, 
but it'll be interesting to see whether should load the loans up we've got four loan spots haven't we yeah mm. can we use four so each of the positions you think you want to fulfill try and have a loan e in one of those as well mm. i mean a straight loan where the default is they're going back he goes they came back from, yeah. yeah well they, well in that case it more likely you'd, you'd gonna have a younger so that's you'd, what i mean yeah i mean obviously you'd love someone like colwell but he'd obviously yeah. that hold his field and then he went to brighton yeah. now liverpool and brighton are arguing over yeah. him yeah. and chelsea are trying Should to keep get me but someone me he's quite happy at brentford but someone like that yeah, who yeah. was at a, a bigger club mm. than Everton currently are but is is on the the yeah, thing yeah. but you think we could actually use him as but this would all be in the plan wouldn't it you know i mean listen everton i'm quite sure everton well well i would like to think everton do have that in mind but you but there's no see this is the thing i want to believe that they've yeah, got all these yeah. things but yeah. there's no bleeding evidence is there because it comes back to decisive leadership mm. it will always come back to that mm. if you've got your paper plan then your paper plan will have some priorities mm. on it won't it and mm. there'll be priorities overall, then there'll be priorities within positions. Mm. So if your first... What about offering Yerry Mina 20 grand a week yeah. to come back? But if your first choice or mm. preference, whatever, for a particular position yeah. is stringing you along, yeah, yeah. when do you pull the plug and take your second choice yeah. back? That's, well, that's a difficult one, uh, I think one, historically, when we've ended up at the end of windows, you think, well, if you had, say, a first and second choice for each thing you were going for, and you got neither of them, did you not get the second one because you waited too long for the first one? Mm. Or did, was it just fantasy in the first place, you know? Yeah. And that goes back to what you were saying at lunchtime. You've got to be able to get them through, at least a rump of what you're aiming for through the door, mm. you know? And, and But of course it takes two to tango. And that's what we're talking I was saying when we're doing the domino thing. Yeah. You know, we can be critical of our club, but if we've got a deal in principle already done mm. for a particular position but the selling club in quotes is saying well we need to get our replacement and we're waiting on them and he's on holiday mm. yeah. right. and that's what will come out in your little documentary wouldn't it mm. it'd be kevin head in hands going we, we be kevin the, an amazing the prior wants to be here yeah. we've done everything we're just waiting on this mm. just waiting on that and that's when you have all those um, those theatrical things and yeah. players sat outside that's football it. clubs in cars and all yeah. sorts of things you know? the yeah, in the yeah, just yeah. waiting. Uh, Tony Miguel says, Welcome back to the 80. Not to say your other guests aren't good, thoroughly enjoyed them all. John showed the two studio guests was excellent. It was, however, a reminder how official positions seem to almost disregard the fan base and treat them like mushrooms. I say almost because they do appear to take the unwavering support of the fans for the, of the club for granted, and that does require a fleeting thought mm. this in the day and age when many companies spend a fortune on understanding their customer base the sad state of affairs as it's difficult to have faith in the current people coming up with a change for the better and as you guys have said as it stands there isn't much hope for change in that respect with outside investment and involvement without rather outside investment and involvement that's really good that signing a really good striker would lift spirits yeah. for sure that's really good that mm. because um the difference between say you as an everton fan and a say a retail business or a media company or whatever mm. who have to retain customers once they've got them yeah is it's just not competitive no. you don't wake up every scene thing shall i be a liverpool fan shall i be an everton fan mm. uh, i'll be a not liverpool sure. one yeah yeah so we don't have that choice but no. we do have choice about whether we spend money or not yeah yeah right and there would have been days in the past where some people would have bought everything that was available yeah, now yeah. they don't so 
so you still got to treat people right mm. because yeah it's unwavering that i will always be an everton fan but it's not necessarily unwavering that i'll always go to live games mm. Mm. And, and i say this often I spend more money going to away games than I do to home games. So mm. why isn't everyone trying to get me to spend that money with Everton rather than spending it with the other 19 yeah, football else. clubs? Yeah. And helping people understand that yeah. is really important, but no one does it. I went in the club shop on, on Saturday and Which I wasn't... Oh, the, the one, one in town. one in I'm the pool. tempted for one second to put my hand on my... There you go. Coffee. There you go. There's nothing in there, there by the new kit. There was no, there's no training gear. There's no anything. Went upstairs. I've got new lights, so fair play to them. Um, I wasn't for one second tempted to put my hand in my pocket because the cop did anyone ask you what you were looking for? No, but I know my missus was fuming because they had all the men's gear and it said men's kit, men's kit, men's kit, men's kit, men's kit, men's kit, men's kit. Then there was these two shirts unmarked and they were the women's kits. It was like, so you've got all these kits that say men on them and you've got nothing that says these are women. So she was fuming about that. Um, but there's nothing in there. But there's not. There was nothing in there. I'd even think about buying because I was just like, I'm not. I don't really want to give Evan any money at the moment. Thanks very much. No skin for your new PS5 then. No, no. That's... Was there nothing? Was there nothing there? Oh, it's all shite. Was there anything? Oh, it's decent? all shite. No. Can I just? Uh, this is a direct plea to fanatics. Make something that's actually good because it's all shite. Mm. No training gear. Which I, I, I'd buy. I I'd buy, buy the same. I'd buy the same year. Training gear is nice, actually. It's what right. shoes. I like polo shirts. There's nothing. It's crap upstairs. It's just as, like, nothing. It's mm. awful. And Everton fans, you know, they'll buy anything. <sighs> uh, Steve P says if Tarkovsky got injured, we'd be in serious trouble. No, we definitely would. need another centre-back. Would be Alexander Jocko on a free for me. Yeah, Steve is... We, we do it every day, mate, don't we? There's players out there. I don't understand whatever, how Everton are looking at it and how Everton do look at it. They may be going through all this and, and they might have ducks in a row. I don't know. It's just... I understand people going, well, I don't trust them because there's no evidence. And Kevin Felwell hasn't got any... any anything in the bank, really. Um, even though last summer, I thought, in general, Everton done all right in the transfer market. There was a big hole... As in a centre forward, he was six over six foot and could move. That was the big hole. But if you go through, I've done this the other day with, when people with Mike. It was Mike was telling me mm. last year wasn't very good. I was like, well, Onana was was a decent signing. We'll make money on him, and he was okay. He could have been better, but he was decent. Garner was a success. James Garner, well, he was injured, but looks like a good player. Just had a great under twenty yeah, ones. Yeah. Tarkovsky was a big success. Was excellent. Mm. Um. Cody was a success, I thought, for a loan. On balance. Yeah, you know, finished, he, he dropped off a little bit, but in general, yeah. I thought he was decent. On balance, yeah. Okay, Vanagri was a, was a fail, was a big fail. Yeah. McNeil was a success in the end. Yeah, yeah. First half of the season, really bad. Second half was really good. And Maupai was was a fail, wasn't it? Yeah, totally. We brought eight players in, so we basically had six, six out of eight. Wasn't it? Maupai was didn't happen, and then the went out the door. And you know we could have done then. Then the next window we should have got someone in. Had yeah. they got a striker in and yeah. Dan Juma, I think people would have gone. All right, we're all right. We can cope with that. Yeah. So the all eyes are on him again now, and it's not just him. Of course, he's trying to do you know spinning plates, and and that's what people are telling you is happening. He's doing. He's having to do these deals where that's what he's paid for. 
No, no, That's I'm not. I'm not bleating for him. Far yeah. from it. Far from it. Because for me, Kevin Thelwell is the person I want setting up all my coaching stuff. But I would still. I think doing looking at players and identifying players. I think I'd trust Marcel Brands more. Yeah. But then was he stopped by? But I wasn't impressed with Marcel Brands. Yeah. You need a strong director of football. But Everton do they use the model correctly? I want someone who. who like Ralph Rangnick, who we've just been for so many years was good at identifying yeah. players and setting things up. Okay, men had the goat managers at United record, that didn't quite helps. work. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know. But this man said it before when you're talking about all the media stuff and it's, you know, and particularly when you're talking about NFL, mm -hmm. right? And you were saying it's a TV sport mm -hmm. sort of thing. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't appoint um, to, the, to an NFL franchise a general manager who wasn't comfortable in front of the camera. Mm -hmm. well, no. Yeah. That would be the one of the first. Couldn't talk yeah. about what he does in the back room, mm. and and I would also say, you know, people who negotiate contracts, mm. who you know do the hard yards, the who blinks first, all that sort of stuff. I've never met one yet who's very very successful at it. In, maybe it's just the industries I worked in. Yeah, yeah. Who was a shy, reserved person. No, they're all cocky bleeders with big gobs who know their subject and want to play the win lose game. You know. Yeah. Who, who will play brinkmanship because it's all it's like playing poker isn't it it's all part of playing the person as much course, as anything yeah, else yeah, right absolutely. and they're very demanding as well so they want the p things that contribute to the deal happening mm. like did you show them round did yeah. you show his missus what, what lovely house she can have mm. what about this what about that what about because you want all of it to coalesce around this moment and you say there you go damn boy yeah. sign, sign there it, yeah. and he goes yeah i'm happy the missus is happy the kids mm. are happy done off we go right it's got to be like that though wasn't it you know and i just mm. yeah I, I just guess the very best at it do that. And got to be to sell your club, haven't you? Yeah. Marcel Brand, same thing. We're going to look after your boy. We never. But, you know, <laughs> stuff like that, innit? Yeah. We will look after your son and all mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Don't leave me. And when, we, when he said own. that, I bet you he had an insight based on what he'd been told by the people who were yeah, looking course. after what they were going to do. Course, and one course. concludes they didn't do it for some reason. No, right. but I bet you when he said that, he knew that maybe that player's mother was a little bit. Worried about and the situation. Yeah, well, that, yeah. yeah, all just. And he promised the details, isn't and it? that probably and would have been his intention, but he was let down by managers. Always, but it's always the details. You went revolving door thing, yeah. And well. then you get Rafa Benitez who come in and should have really gone. This fella's just banged eighteen goals in and scored in the new camp. He's actually going to be my centre forward with yeah. Dom. I mean, Richie, they're going to be my front three, and everyone else can play around them. That's what he should have done with yeah. Moise Keane. He How didn't. He just went been? early on. No, I'm not interested. Same with Hammers. Now, all right, Everton, whether we could have afforded Hammers for another season, maybe we could have done and just sucked it up and got rid of a couple of others. But telling him day one, nah, I'm a younger another club, you're not for me, when he's like mm. ready to go. When you look around that side and go, he's probably like one of the most creative players. I probably need him to win That's where the organisation has to kick in and say, you know what, manager, mm. before you accept the job, Here's some givens, mm. right? That player is here till the end of the season. He's mm. going to cost us money. Mm. We think he's good enough. If you don't, maybe the wrong guy for this job, right? Everton don't, don't appear to do that. Whether well, they the do. owner didn't, did he? Well, no, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the last few before we finish. Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe if you haven't. Thank that you very much. Massively. Massively. Caesar says, which player? Has left this summer, are you guys going to miss the most? Easy for me, Yeri. Yeri, yeah. Mm. Tom Davis. You little liar. Oh, he did. He, he loves him. Now. Yeah. Now, what's that?
I think he liked them anyway. He's a boss lad, isn't he? Mm. Whether he's good enough to be in Everton's yeah, midfield. No, he's a cracking bloke. It's a, it's yeah. a, a thing, a different story. Martin Ezra was a cracking bloke, yeah. though, wasn't he? Mm. Danny says, I was home last year when the away kits were released. I took my three-year-old in to get him a kit. Staff told me little kids' kits are not available for another few weeks. It's like they hate money. It is. It is like they hate money. It is it's weird. It's a really good way to say it, mate. Yeah, it's it is. weird. It is. I just find what I find really strange. I'd be boring. I'm probably boring everyone again. But just do the easy things. That are easy wins. Yeah. Do them if the kit. If you ask, right, is every kit available on the thirtieth of June? No, everything won't be available till the sixth of July. By sixth of July is the release date then. When everything's there, not oh, it won't be available yet for a cut. Why isn't it available? Do they do, still do that pre-order thing? I don't know. Pre-order is a good way to test whether people want to get damn thing, isn't it? Yeah. I just don't like that. I don't understand it. Tommy says this mismanagement all started with Steve Walsh, was made head of football when all he was was a top scout. We should have seen what was coming. I think he was more like a lucky scout than mm -hmm. a top scout. Well, I think he was. I think what he was good at was identifying. You know, we we people give Steve Walsh, and I'll still give him stick for looking great in Italy with the shades on and a briefcase with his like Greg's in it, <laughs> and was offered all kinds of players, and we come back mm. with none. And, yeah. and two of them with Scott Brozovic wanted to join us, yeah. and he walked out the room when we had money. There was no, there was no constraints. We had all the money, so it wasn't money then. So right, but he also did get people like Vlasity. We made money on yeah. Luck when we made money yeah, on yeah. Henry Onyekuru. We made money yeah, on. Yeah. You know, we got those kind of players in, mm -hmm. and, and they were the talent. He would have been great as Everton's chief scout or maybe head of recruitment, but with the director of football above him. Yeah, he was yeah. a fella who didn't have a clue about being the director of football. He was a scout, part scout, part coach. And we went, there's the keys to the thing. You're supposed to do all of this stuff. And he didn't have a clue what he was doing. And don't forget, he was third choice that summer. Monte Monchi. Yep. Battled like anything to get Monchi. Yep. They wouldn't let him go. Went for Brands. Did Brands sort of. wouldn't leave. Yeah, yeah. And then ended up at Steve Walsh's door. And Cumin was already in. Then when really... you finally get brands, you don't let him do the job. No. It's crazy. Anyway, anyway, like last couple, Al Clark says, Would you take Mikel Antonio? Nope, not a no from me. No. Nope. Been a no from me for this whole career, but. No. No, okay. Um, no comment from you, boy. He likes Antonio. He scores goals. <laughs> the or he scores four a season, but yeah. To yeah. the Orifice says, Big Chan uh, yeah, Big Yeti, he'll miss. Caesar says, Yeah, King Gerald, I'll miss him. Uh, Cameron says, Would you take a punt on Emmanuel Dennis from Forest? No. no. Not now, I think the money. Uh, Bobby says, In the 80s, I couldn't get a shirt off the shelf. 40 years later, nothing has changed. For, for probably very different reasons, though, isn't it, Bobby? Na you know, now, there should be more than enough stock and it should be so easy, the internet and everything. Whereas then, obviously, you had to go in the little shop, which was under the main stand. You know, and they had 12 shirts. You have to go in the little shop now. Yeah. The best... Our, well, shop's, all right. our shop's tiny. Yeah, it was all right the other day. The best statement on it right, so far yeah. is the guy who said something about they don't want our money. No, right. they hate it. There's still so many dads and with lads who will buy whatever comes out as soon as it comes out if you mm. make it easier for them to do just that. Yeah. Mm. Do you know that when Amazon went to one-click purchases, their sales went up by $300 million a year? It would, yeah. 
when yeah. I've, before that, you had to do three different steps. The impulsive yeah, yeah. buy bit needs to be just yeah. yeah. When Amazon went to one click purchase, yeah. 300 million increase, and it's gone 300 million every year. Yeah, yeah. Up, well, not 300 million stayed, and the next year, and the next, because and Everton go, ooh, three, oh no, no, I know I've took your money, but no, not yet, not yet. <laughs> Run around the shop eight times and come to 11. Hang on, what, come ha back. what happens when they send you something that doesn't fit you? Yeah. 20 quid to send and it back. And they want you to send it back, because you can't go to the shop. I told you this before, I went in with a shirt that we bought for our nephew and it was the wrong size and I went in and went, listen, the, the oh, shorts and socks are fine, right? But the shirt yeah. is, which they didn't have in the shop, so we had to order it online. Right, the shirt was too small, but they had the next size on the rack, about 50 of them. So I said, can I just swap that for that size there? No, you have to send it back, we can't do that. That's ridiculous. Like, well, I, but you've got a rack full of them, and there's a kit I'm giving. It's a shirt. It was unopened. It was it was too small. It was we knew when we took it out, it wasn't going to fit. Now you have to send it back. That's ridiculous. Eight quid to send it back or something. Ridiculous. It was like, <laughs> I'm why don't you give. just have a mechanism? You know the stuff when they get stuff in hmm? that they ever return things. Yeah. So you just go in and go. Oh, and they go. We can't take it in the shop. So, hmm. but we'll. We have a returns policy we'll return to the back for you, yeah. So you don't have to pay five. So you can do that and you can buy it in the shop. Man in a van drives to Manchester and takes them all oh, back. Yeah. I just, it's, it is that story. I've said it before, I can find it, but they hate it is like they hate money. Like the last two and then we're done. Uh, that, I know. Jez says match day in Everton are only here now as a consequence of a good day out on the pitch. Can't remember when it was the other way round. Gary Mack says, are you sure it's Wigan Everton Saturday the 22nd of July at 2pm? My lad's got us tickets for Tramia the same date and time. Well, Tramia, isn't the Tramia game off? No. Someone said that's been cancelled. Someone, no, someone's an it. idiot. Got well, Everton are definitely day. playing Wigan on the 22nd at 2 o'clock. Uh, it's an it's Everton, an Everton 11. 11. It was an Everton 11 it at Tramia. It is an Everton 11 at Tramia. Yeah, there's two games on the same day. So there you go. Um, Chief the Orifice says you're all excited for Oppenheimer. What a party. Are you going to watch it? Of course I want to watch it. Said, are you excited for is it? Are you excited I have no party? clue what it is. No idea what it is. You're, you're going to see Barbie, that's why. Stacked in, stacked in behind us. You've already got your tickets for Barbie. What's that's Oppenheimer? Why. It's a, a film, film about Oppenheimer. Yeah, well, the, the man behind the Manhattan bombs. Project. You know oh. the Manhattan Project, isn't it? Don't you? Come on, guys. It's a film I want to let you watch it on. Guy's store instead. Do it at home. They're joyful. They're joyful. Nonsense. On the wall. Uh, Craig says, love the show. And Al Clark says, great played midfield for Jamaica. Last game, had an assist. Pass yeah. taken off four defenders. And that's why he's going To be fair, though, the defenders he got past, Ned could get past. <laughs> that was Especially good. now in his new glasses. Good, he's oh. doing well. I've seen Ned's a thing. Glasses. I've seen a thing there that uh, West Ham are interested in Alex Iwobi. Go for it. Apparently yeah. this team's in Italy who are interested in them. Moyes wants them. 15 million is yours. Mm -hmm. I think they're saying 20. Right, 20. Off West Ham. Once you go back to London. 20. Right, there you go. There's your dominoes and your spinning plates, mm -hmm. you know. So. 20 and a bag of balls. We'll see what happens, eh? Be bold. We to will say see yes what happens. Right, hit the like button, subscribe anyway. Thanks for everyone for joining us. We'll be back at one o'clock tomorrow for the daily live. Have a great night, see you later. Fan Take care.